You are listening to the Pencil and Paper Podcast Network. Super Mega Crash Beyond. My name is Stephen White. With me, as always, is my co-host, Lacey Finley. Happy Monday. My brain almost said the wrong show. <laughs> <laughs> In my head, I did have the uh, other one it was, falling right behind it. I was just yeah. like, oh, I'm glad he remembered what we're doing here today. <laughs> for, yeah, for whatever reason, old habits die hard, I suppose, because it was about to come out of my mouth. Yeah. Well, we started off the same. That's true. And I was just... I, I I caught myself, luckily. I was like, turn, turn, brother <laughs> <Right>. lane. <laughs> wait, wait, danger. This doesn't feel right. But I got it out. Yeah. And no one will be the wiser. <laughs> <laughs> right. So uh, before we get too uh, deep into whatever, if you've got anything you want to kind of bring up, I just wanted to kind of do a quick uh, capper for Spider-Man 2. Just oh, to yeah. kind of, since I've I've beat it, I've finished it, oh, I've done all the things, and I want to kind of do a comparison to part one briefly in regards to story, mm-hmm. okay? Because uh, from a gameplay perspective, phenomenal. Looks phenomenal, plays phenomenal, out, absolutely outstanding. Narratively, I'm going to have to give this one a, a, a mark down from the last game. Ah, because and I mean not not in a bad way. I felt like one of the things that this game did beautifully is for a Spider-Man fan, someone who knows old stories and mm. and just from way back when to even some more current stories. They melded so many different story ideas from the comics into this narrative. That for me, as a fan, I'm like, oh, oh, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, loving all these little references, callbacks to different things. Like, I would even say, to some degree, like, one of the things that I picked up on, and I guess it never registered during the trailers and everything like that, but actually seeing it play out, I was like, oh, I see what they're doing. This is kind of like a callback to this. There was a story with Craven in the comics called Craven's Last Hunt. Mm-hmm. And I felt like they adapted a version of that within this narrative, which was cool for me because I saw similarities to that. And again, they they took their own path with it, like they like they did with a lot of characters. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate that as a fan. Absolutely appreciate everything they're doing, and I can't wait to see what they're doing for the third because they they set up two things in the. In credits, I guess you would say, because they did the mid-credit and after-credit scenes, because they're mm-hmm. going full Marvel now. <laughs> but you know what they, how I love those. Sure, but what they set up, one thing in particular, I was I felt like was a was something that uh, I think Katrina and I had mentioned during my initial review mm-hmm. that they needed to do. Now, granted, it's not in the same way we were discussing they should do it. But it's doing that nonetheless. And that's all I want to say about it for those who, who might not be that no far. Yeah. So it's when I saw it, I, she didn't know who a certain character was that showed up in the end credits. And they didn't really show said character, but they just dropped a name. And I was like, oh, I know who that is. <laughs> you know, <laughs> nice. and I got excited because I was like, "That they're going to do the, the thing that we kind of we kind of mentioned or at least some version of it. So that would be cool. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited about that. There was a bit in the mid credit scene that I didn't necessarily connect the dots on immediately. Mm-hmm. But the more I mulled it over, I was like, oh, they could be doing this story. That would be cool. And... 
I could, again, could be wrong. Yeah. Because it wasn't like, oh, we're doing this. It was slightly hinted, but when you start connecting dots, you could be like, oh, oh, could be that thing. Yeah, yeah. So, maybe. But what I want to say, again, in regards to the story, all the all those things that they did, fantastic. But the emotional gut punch that mm-hmm. the first game had, this one lacked. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like, the, I didn't feel like when I got to the end of the game, like I was just like devastated by the events that happened. So, quick spoiler for anybody who doesn't, who has never played the first game, even though it's been out since right. <laughs> 2018. <laughs> what what was such a gut punch in the original game was Aunt May dying. Mm-hmm. And the way they set that entire story up was she was doing her best to, to you know, to take care of people. She was putting her best foot forward, being a hero very much in the same way that Peter is, just in a different way. Mm-hmm. And even her sacrifice at the end, Peter had to make a choice, save her or save everyone else. And that is rough. Yeah. You know? Yeah. This I mean, game, how much do we like everyone else? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Especially in New York. I mean, right? No, I'm like, well, I'm kidding. We could use a little scrub it up. No. Yeah. I, I'm not knocking all New Yorkers. I know some of you are decent. But you know the, the <laughs> They're just more to the point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, they don't have that Midwest trying to be nice, even though we're not. But we Mm -hmm. we pretend like it, you know, at least. We try to say please and thank you. We try. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But at the end of the day, when you got to the end of this, perhaps, I mean, there there may be people out there who who felt a a gut punch with this one and, and how the story kind of played out. But for me, it felt. I don't want to say predictable, but it was just like, uh, okay, yeah. I kind of, you kind of saw it coming kind of thing. It was like, well, mm-hmm. yeah, this is how it's going to end. Sure, that's that's what it's going to be. And even, I mean, even just kind of post, I guess, the epilogue, if you will, to the whole story was a, a nice adjustment. Like it was something different. So you're like, oh, okay, so I'd love to see where this story goes from here based on the way you've just kind of stopped. You know, you've ended it here. So, again, I don't want to knock what they did narratively. It's a, it's a fantastic story, but to have that that emotional gut punch to just really just devastate you at the end. And granted, they they don't need to do that every time, but I felt like that's what is going to hold part one up for me as far as a, a narrative game over mm-hmm. this one. A little bit because more of an emotional that, reaction to it. Yeah, I just, I, I mean, that one hurt, you know, and you just felt it versus this one was like, well, yeah, this is this is what needs to happen or this is what was going to happen. And, oh, yeah, of course, this is this reaction, that reaction, yada, yada. I kind of mm-hmm. saw it coming from, a, 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 if you have that knowledge, I guess. Yeah. So that's just me. But no, overall, I still highly recommend the game. I'm looking forward to whatever DLC that they put out in the future. Mm-hmm. because obviously they're going to. <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah. But where the game goes from there, all that, I don't know. But I'm looking mm-hmm. forward to the next game in probably, what, five, six years, maybe? If we're maybe. lucky. Maybe. If we're lucky. <laughs> I was going to say, like, by then it'll be like 10 years, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't even know how we take that long. Like, all the tech might be way out of date by yeah. the time, uh, you know, Cyberpunk. Or... Sea of Thieves. Yeah. <laughs> skull and Bones. No, Skull and Bones. That's not a it? real game. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. This this thing that they, Ubisoft keeps talking about. This is rumor happen. for seven years. Yeah. No. I don't think what? it's real. Either it's, they, it's like, a, you're going to have to show me actual people, a, humans playing it before I believe it's a real game. It's a tax write-off. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess Ubisoft got to do something, huh? Sure. Anyway, we're not talking about them. No, uh, we're not. I do want to talk about a game today that I don't know if anyone knows about. I Surely to God, there are other people in this world who know about this game. But I don't hear anyone talk about it. And it is an older game, but uh, it has expanded upon. Like, it's not just like an NES game that never got uh, moved on to other platforms. So it's, it's playable for everybody. And I just, I don't know. I... I 
I kind of went down a rabbit hole and got reacquainted with it, and I wanted to talk about it. So, and that's, that's what we're doing on this show now. We're talking about whatever is just floating whatever, our boat this week. Whatever you want. Yeah. So, the game we're talking about today that I want to talk about is called Little Inferno. Now, Lace, have you ever heard of this game? I think I've actually heard of it. Okay. I, I Unless I'm thinking of, um, I might be thinking of the the cartoon, too, that was <laughs> Little Devil or something. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. What the hell I happened know. to that show? I know. Is that coming back? I would enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. Looking at it. I, I think I have heard of this. Never played it, though. No. Okay. So... The very first time that I played this game was on the Wii U, I think it was. I think that's the very first time that it came out. The first... That, that was the platform it, it originated on. Yeah. I was going to say and... that popped up as the first thing here. Nintendo eShop, Wii U downloads. Mm-hmm. Now, this is obviously at a time when this was... Uh, <laughs> I'd say I probably found this game out of... I don't want to say desperation, but uh, a need for content if you will Mm. (laughs) because during my days during the wii and the wii u i did not have a backlog this was at a time when i could play a game beat it and then play another game again and beat it and then repeat yeah and repeat and repeat there was no backlog there Mm -hmm. was just repeat what do i what do i feel like playing on my shelf this week Eh, i don't know and then (laughs) you just do that so when the Wii U or the Wii Shop or eShop or whatever the mm. fuck they were calling it back then came up, I would always kind of browse around to see what new games might be out on the eShop. And mm. that was uh, a huge thing for me with the Wii because when they started allowing me to download older games, yeah. N64 games, I was like, oh, ooh, I get I get to have my, my backlog back and my catalogs of all these old games I used to have on the mm. Wii. So I was excited, and I always kind of kept an eye on the things that they did on the Wii and the Wii U. And the reason I think I went for this game initially was because I was very familiar with another game that I think came out just on the Wii. Maybe it came out on the Wii U. I don't know. But it was a game called World of Goo. Now, have you ever played that? Okay. Yeah. So I want to touch on that just briefly because that kind of ties in a little bit to the the overall scope of the company, I, I suppose, or the developers mm-hmm. that came up with it. I think there were two of the guys that developed World of Goo met with another guy, and he, he developed some other game, who, which, sorry, I can't remember what it is. <laughs> but he, he developed uh, another smaller game, and then they just kind of united mm-hmm. and then created this new... Uh, publishing firm or developer firm called Tomorrow Corporation, which I do also want to expound upon at some point. But Mm -hmm. playing World of Goo, I think the two guys were under the title uh, 2D Boy and they published under Tomorrow Corporation for the game. And that, I mean, that one already is just a phenomenal game if you've never played that as well. It's a a crafty puzzle game. Mm -hmm. You know, that really puts physics to work. And I think it was probably one of the first physics-based games that I was really intimately familiar with, like how that worked, you know? Yeah. Because you, you build up a certain way, and then things just start to sway and bend and sway, and it's like, oh, oh, oh. So you have to be very cognizant of everything around and kind of building your structures. And that's a fun game, too. Highly recommend that. But that was kind of the starting point for these guys. Uh-huh. Then once they kind of came together as Tomorrow Corporation, then Little Inferno was their first game. So I knew the name, and they have a very unique art style. Like if you looked at uh, World of Goo, the way it kind of looks, and mm-hmm. then you look at some of the characters in this game. I also get like a little of Bendy and the Ink Machine. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so there, yeah there's elements kind of that... that uh, I guess style, I guess. Aesthetic, whatever you call it, yeah. There you go, aesthetic. The game itself is so simple. And you'd think, how would this be fun? But my God, (laughs) it's it's a hidden puzzle game, I'd say. It would be the best way to say it. And it also has a narrative very much like in the vein of World of Goo. One of the beautiful things about World of Goo is they would just kind of drop you into this situation 
and you'd have to build your goo balls to get to a pipe, which would then suck them in, and you've got to collect... There's a certain amount of number of goo balls you have to get to mm-hmm. kind of win, and then whatever you get as a bonus it accumulates, and then that comes into some kind of free building area, which I okay. don't think I ever <clears throat> completed, but it's like all the extra goo balls that you collected, then you can get to build this big tower... And I'm assuming there's something up at the top, but I, I've, <laughs> I've never gotten there. <laughs> I'm hoping there's a prize for getting there. but Yeah, because yeah, if I'm going to spend all this time building this thing, there better be, be something at the top. You just get to the top and a stiff breeze knocks you back down. You're like, God yeah. damn you know, damn like, That's the fun. You get to do it again. But yeah. I, I think it would even be even funnier. There could be like a sign because that's the other fun thing about the world of Goo is the narrative that they have within the game is through signs. And the signs will kind of give you hints to, like, if you have different colored goo balls or things like that, it'll be like, hey, these can, the green ones will stick or the the red ones will turn into balloons or, I don't know, just kind of give you hints to whatever the goo balls may actually be capable of doing. And it's always signed by the sign painter. So you you start to question, who is this sign painter? Who is this Mm -hmm. guy? Because he's kind of guiding you through your mission. Sure. So that's kind of the fun aspects of World of Goo is wondering, okay, well, who is this person? Same thing in Little Inferno is you have a very interesting narrative playing out. And one of the things I was actually happy to read because I was wanting to do, trying to do a little research on this game and things like that so I could really talk about it in greater detail is the developers, when talking about the concept behind this game and where it came from was not knowing what your journey is going to be. And I feel like they nailed that because I don't, when you, when you very first play the game, you're just like, what is, what, what is this? Or like, what, what's the point? Mm-hmm. And then you have these little story beats kind of happening as you're playing and you really don't know what's going on. And then even when you get to the end, it's like, I don't know what's happening. And it just, but it's all. Still till that point, you still don't know. At some point you do get answers, but even at the end of it, you're just like, what? So like you, (laughs) it's, it's, you're not going to figure it out initially. Or at least I wouldn't imagine anybody who could just play that and know exactly how it's going to end. I would be surprised because there's just, I didn't know. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was just one of these like, holy shit. But it all works within the context of the story mm-hmm. for what it is. I, mean, I say story. So essentially, all you do, like if I was to break down the simplistic, basic concept of this game, you have purchased your very own Little Inferno fireplace. Okay. Yeah. And this is in your little apartment, I suppose, if that's what it is, because you don't get to see the rest of the place. You just see your fireplace. Mm-hmm. That is that is the the scope of your <laughs> your vision, huh? yeah, within this game. And you just burn things in it, and you're just like, okay, well, what's the fun in that? Well, yeah, it it seems like it would be ridiculously yeah. stupid, but. There's fun in it because I guess, you know, being destructive can be fun. (laughs) Sure. I mean, yeah. But you have a catalog that you get that goes along with it. And a note from, uh, I can't remember her name, (laughs) right offhand. She's kind of like Mom from Futurama. You know, the the woman who owns all the robots, the Mom Corporation, whatever. Mm -hmm. She's kind of like that. And I can't remember what. She calls herself. They it could be her something name. like mom or something like that. But she, she's like, oh, well, thank you for your purchase of your new little Inferno fireplace. I hope you enjoy it. Here's a catalog for things that you can buy for it. And you essentially are buying things to burn. <laughs> within Burning your... money, eh? Exactly. And I think that's part of the satire. I honestly feel like that's one of the things they're wanting you to see what you're doing, the consumerism of it all, ah, you know? Yeah. I, and it's, it's so subtle, but when you really break down the bigger picture, you're just like, Oh yeah, yeah, I see it. Yeah. And 
she is, and this is one of the beauty parts of the whole thing that I love, is they incorporated their developer name as the company behind this whole thing. So, Tomorrow Corporation is mm-hmm. who this woman is the head of. And they, they, everything that they send you is signed with by Tomorrow Corporation. Like they are the big conglomerate who's trying to show you all the fun of your little Uh infernal fireplace. They even have an instructional video with children (laughs) that you can watch. How you can safely burn your stuff in the fireplace. Exactly. Not. I don't know. Whatever you want to do, but. The concept is you burn stuff in your fireplace. And okay. Tomorrow Corporation is just happy. They they want you to just buy everything that you need and just enjoy your, your little infernal fireplace. Stay warm. That's what you're doing. You're trying to stay warm in front of the fire. Yeah. That's why you need to burn things. Yeah. And <laughs> Screw burning wood. Yeah. No. Yeah. So, so your first catalog starts with very basic things. And you have maybe... The, the currency in this is just coins, pretty much. That's kind of how you see it. And everything is fairly cheap mm-hmm. when you start off. And then, of course, things kind of get more expensive, depending on the item. So you'll start off with, like, little building blocks or plushy dolls or uh, food sometimes. Just random things. But even those things can kind of be part of the fun and humor of it. Mm-hmm. Because uh, one of your catalogs that you get have marshmallows. And you're just like, okay, yeah, you burn marshmallows in, in a fireplace. Why not? Yeah. You throw them in there. And essentially how you start a fire is you, if depending on what platform you're playing on. Now, granted, I played on the Wii U initially. I'm currently playing on my phone, Android, which oh, okay. I do want <laughs> to bring. I bring. went to PlayStation. I see it's on I did, Steam. Yeah. Yeah, so I would recommend whatever platform works best for you. I feel like this one is actually working better for me now because I get to just use my finger. And sure. I could see PC working just as easily because, you know, you Point have your mouse. Yeah. yeah, because the Wii U, I feel like... I don't remember how that played. <laughs> I only had the Wii, so I don't remember what the controllers were like for the Wii U. I thought it was more controller-esque. It Instead was of they like had the wands or whatever you want to call them. You had that that tablet thing that they they made, and yeah. I just don't remember how that played specifically because it was kind of like having dual screens, like a a giant DS. Because like when you played Zelda, your game would be on the screen, but your inventory was right down below on your screen, so you could always have access to your inventory on on the fly. And I feel like that was kind of the same thing here. With this is your fireplace is on the TV, but then your everything, your catalog and everything was present on the screen below. Okay. But I guess I just don't remember. Maybe there was an icon and you had to, to kind of get the fire started or something like that. I don't remember. All I know is that it's so much easier just to touch the screen and go, sure. and just <laughs> start yeah. the fire. So anyway, I, I just I stumbled re- upon this game again, and I don't want to go too deep down this hole because it's it's a divergent. But uh, I just want to kind of point out why I even got back into this game is because World of Goo was on the Netflix games, and I saw it and I thought I ain't played that in a while. I want to kind of re re uh, reacquaint myself with that game, and I'd been playing it, and then I remembered the Tomorrow Corporation, the name. And then Little Inferno just popped into my head, and I was like, oh, shit, I wonder if that game's available or, or out there. And then, of course, I look on Google Play, and they're like, yep, it's right here, four ninety nine. And I was like, I've got some points, maybe. So I, I accumulated some Google points, because mm-hmm. I think I had, like, 500, but after tax, you know, all that bullshit. Sure. So I had to wait a few weeks to accumulate a few more because <laughs> mm-hmm. i got a few free ones here and there and then once i got it i was like yay i'm gonna go get the game so yeah. i got it for practically nothing with the nice. <laughs> the points mm-hmm. but anyway yeah i was just excited to come back to it so anyway you burn shit yeah and now one of the fun parts of burning stuff like the marshmallows is you'll throw them in there you'll get about three of them and then the moment you start burning them they light up. Their eyes open. They start screaming. Ah! Oh gosh! 
So oh, little God. things like that can yeah. just kind of make it fun. Oh, yeah. All right. Now we're just turning you into psycho children. Or you just yep. like enjoy the, the screaming from the fire. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, other food come to life and do the same thing. <laughs> so if you could just watch all the screams and horror, there's a, mm-hmm. there's a school bus you can get, like a little toy school bus, and you set it in there and you light it on fire and suddenly you hear ch- children screaming. Oh, ah! God. <laughs> Evil. It can be a little dark. Yeah. Like for a Wii game. Yeah. So just understand, you know, you might have to have a a wicked sense of humor to appreciate some of the things because it might seem a little horrific, but it's, I find it humorous. Like I don't wish that on kids. I'm just saying within the context of the game, it's, Mm -hmm. it's quite funny. But each item that you can order within the catalog, like, like I say, you start off with one. And then you have a slew of items that you can get. And then once you buy all those items, then they will send you a new catalog. Or at least they will ask you to buy the next catalog. Which, that's another aspect of the game that might seem like, well, where are you getting all this money? Well, everything that you burn will then in turn give you back money. So you always kind of technically have some revenue coming in at some point. And there are even little spiders that will be crawling down your fireplace every now and again. And you can tap on them and collect a few extra coins if you want. Oh, okay. So, they, so it's they, like, it can't be a profit. Well, it's like, yeah, they buying cattle? <laughs> right. <laughs> so they, they always find a way to always continue to give you some money to then go back and purchase. So you buy your next catalog and you start all over again. You start burning stuff now. Again, I still haven't <clears throat> expanded upon where this gets a little bit more interesting and puzzle-like because there are combos that you can do. Mm-hmm. And this will then come into play as the game progresses. Combos are essentially taking two items or three, sometimes four. It just depends on how big the combo needs to be. Mm-hmm. And you have a list and it will say something like... Uh, uh, Bike pirate. I think that's the very first one that you get. Well, take a look at your catalog and see what might fit that combo. There's a wooden bike and there's a pirate. Bike pirate. Boom. Yeah. Ta-da. And then that's your combo. Combos will then net you some extra coins. And there are, I I guess there's stamps uh, that you can use to expedite your shipments. Because that's the other thing. Everything you order... You'll see a little bar at the bottom, which is where all your items are set. Mm There will be a little box. And every time you order something, you have to wait for it to come in. Like you would ordering from Amazon. You've got to wait for your shipment. Sometimes it'll come in lickety split. Sometimes you got to wait. But if you have stamps, then you can expedite it. Now, sometimes it can take one. If it's a bigger or a longer package, it's going to take a while. It might take more. As the time starts to count down the less time it's going to take the less stamps it might take so you can kind of wait a little bit so there's a there's an element of waiting but nothing like oh it's going to take all day nothing that extreme so (laughs) the game does move along is it like real time that you have to wait or yeah but i mean we're talking like seconds 30 seconds so it's not like you actually wait five minutes 10 minutes or something like that yeah to come in I would say at most maybe a full minute, but we're talking like some of the bigger, bigger items toward the end of the game mm-hmm. where it really kind of gets... But by that point, you'll probably have stamps galore unless you've just been burning through them. And yeah. I don't see... Uh, yeah. <laughs> I was unexpected. I didn't mean to say that. <laughs> but, but yeah, you throughout the game, you'll start doing these combos, which will, again, come into play. Now, as you play, you will, uh, like I said, you'll get correspondence eventually from the head of the corporation, Tomorrow Corporation, saying, oh, Mm -hmm. thank you so much for buying my, you know, whatever, and here's your next catalog, or here's your opportunity to buy the next catalog. You can also buy more space for your shipments. So, I think you start off with four blocks, then as time goes on, you can kind of stretch it out. Like your inventory space. Yeah. Yeah. Again, costs money, so just uh, plan accordingly. And eventually you'll get a a letter from someone who seems like some little girl. 
and she's like, oh, you've got a little Inferno too. I love mine. And she just writes you like your pen pal. And you're like, okay. And then you throw her note into the fire and she'll write you another <laughs> one. She's like, oh, you know, I'm just loving this so much. Oh, this is so great. And you just keep throwing notes into the fire. Eventually, she'll ask you to send her things. She'll be like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm trying to get this. Would you mind sending me this? So you can buy her something. Send her that. You're like, but what if I want to burn it? Yeah. I'll send you, know, you a that. gift. Yeah. And and that was one thing that I, I learned, and I, I even forgot about it this time, too, playing through it. Uh, there is one item, which I tip, typically wouldn't... I don't think there are any other items in the game, but there is one item that you can burn, but I feel like there's an ending, or at least a change in the ending, that will happen if you don't burn it. And I've yet to do that, because <laughs> I didn't think about it. I looked at it, and I was like... Am I supposed to save this? And if you touch it, it'll just say, drag me. And we're like, okay. And then you just burn it because uh, you don't think about it. Yeah. So I was like, shit. So if I play, goes. when I play through it again, I'm going to try to hang on to that because I just, I want to see, you know. Are you going to forget? Because I'd probably forget and then go burn it. And then be well, like, damn it. Well, we'll see. Hopefully I'll remember because it is a unique item you can't yeah. buy. So I just have to remember, don't throw that into the fire. But I might need to get some extra space so I can hang on to it. And I wish I had a space that I could just set it away. Yeah. But they leave it right there to where you, you're you don't tempted have, like, to burn it. You have a trunk at home? Nope. You can store nope. it in for a minute? No. Damn. You just, you just got to sit there and stare at it and hope that you don't <laughs> burn it. Taking up that space. Yep. <laughs> yep. So as you get to get to know your neighbor, Sugar Plumps, that's her name, Aww. she just kind of... It's like this friendly correspondence, like you don't really know, but she's kind of keeping you clued in on to certain things that are happening. Furthermore, you also get weather reports, and this always seems to happen every time you get a new catalog. They're just like, there's a there's a hard storm coming in, you know, the, the snow is coming, bundle up out there, stay warm. So, obviously, that's what you're doing. You've got your fireplace. But it gives you this sense of there's something off about the outside world. Okay. Even as you talk to sugar plumps, there's something amiss. Like you're, again, all you get to see is the fireplace. Sure. But then you hear them talk about the world as a whole and it just sounds desolate. So you're just like, is there something going on that I don't know about? So it starts hinting, you know, cluing you in on the certain things that are happening. This fireplace is all you have <clears throat> left. And if you think about it, you're just polluting the air even more. Well, you know. By burning stuff. By burning it all. Burn it to and the ground. Everybody has a little inferno fireplace and everybody's <laughs> burning stuff. Everybody's polluting the air. Well, that's why we're stuck inside, right? Yeah. I, so, I feel like the air inside would be much better, but I don't know but, this world. <laughs> it just, it seems very dystopian when you really start to break it down. Then things progress as you... Continue to buy through the catalogs. Think of it, think of the catalogs as like the next level, if you will. You know, nothing really changes per se in the gameplay, but the story is progressing each time you get a new catalog and things okay. escalate. And certain things will change here and there, like at one point. Like this makes any sense whatsoever. Sugar Plumps will give you curtains for your little inferno. It's like, but curtains burn. <laughs> Maybe they're <laughs> flame they? retardant. Well, they were at one point. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just say that. <clears throat> but you you play through and I, all right, so I I'm going to I'm going to give uh, I'm going to go into spoiler territory if you want to play the game on your own uh-huh. and and experience it. Uh maybe maybe skip ahead or whatever, but I just I want to kind of break down how all this kind of plays out because I think this is the beauty of the satire. So as you talk to Sugar Plumps, there's a point in the story where everything starts to rumble around you. And she, in her letter, how this correspondence is happening in real time is beyond me. Yeah, but right. you're just like, okay, Very sure, whatever. Yeah. But she, in the letter, she's like, oh, it's so bright. Oh, it's so, it's getting, you know, hard to see in here. And she's like, what is happening? Again, this is in a letter. We're burning <laughs> so, her, aren't we? Is this parts of her soul that she's just sending you in a ladder and we're just burning it? I didn't think about that, but you know what? That would make some sense. <laughs> because from the way it sounds, she 
her entire uh, home went up in flames at some point Mm -hmm. while you were sending her things. And what you kind of get in the first correspondence is that perhaps the the things that you sent her, she then put together as a combo, and that's what burned her house down. So Uh, at some point in the game, you then have to remember what you sent her and then do the same thing. And see, that's where I would lose. Mm. I mean, like, you expected me to remember that? And then I'd be standing there like going, well, yep. I don't remember. <laughs> nope. And for the most part, you can kind of remember certain details. Like, if you can just remember, I guess if you kept her correspondence, but then you would have no space because she sends you letters all the time. So you have to burn them eventually. Yeah, if you but, only got four slots. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think you can open up to at least six. Yeah, I think it sounds you like you get least... more than six letters. So, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You get way more than six. So if you can try to remember, to stack them. Jesus, it's paper. Just stack right? <laughs> one <laughs> one spot. So if you can remember what she sent, again, that creates a super massive combo that then in turn burns your house down. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And yeah, nice. that's when the game changes, which I thought was interesting. Because then you go from sitting in front of your fireplace to actually seeing who you are because you never get to see you until that point. Oh, is it like a first person perspective with just hands like do you see hands throwing stuff in the fire? No, it's just stuff going in a fire. Mm -hmm. Like you dragging it and and it's you. The immersiveness of you doing it. Yeah, okay. Right, right, right. So now you get to see you after you burned your house down. Okay. And you look... That, that that design, like you were saying, you were looking at some of those Bendy and the Ink Machine type. Yeah, that kind of, you're just a weird looking kid. Yeah. <laughs> and you start walking down the streets and you see the world in which you got to hear Read about. It. And perhaps, I mean, you at least contributed to in some way. Yeah. And you eventually make your way to Tomorrow Corporation. Okay. And you want to speak to... The the CEO, the high lady, whatever her name is, whose name I can't remember, Anna or something like that. I don't remember. I'll call her mom. Mom just seems Mom's to fit. Mom's good, yeah. And she, mom uh, has apparently been planning this whole thing, you know, like a CEO would. Of you know, she's yeah. just going to watch everything burn down and she's going to take her money and she's going to bail out to some other place. Sounds about right. And she's the one that sent you the gift that I burned. And it was good for one free hug. Aww. And she even asked you, she's like, did, did you bring the coupon that I gave you? Did you burn it? And she's like, yeah. She's like, well, I'm sorry. I, you know, that was good for one free hug. And if you didn't have it, I would have given it to you. But, oh, well. Now, now you get no hugs. Mm-hmm. That's rude. I'd go create a fake coupon real fast. I want hugs. As this story progresses, it is that satire of of pointing the finger at big corporations and their devious tactics and the shit that they're pulling and the wool they pull over your eyes Mm -hmm. for the sake of consumerism and you're just like yep that's what i'm doing yep this this is this is the way the world is and meanwhile they're over here plotting what they're gonna do next and it doesn't involve you because they don't give a shit they got their money and they're bailing out Mm -hmm. and that's one of the best parts of the story for me is how it plays out and you get to see what the overall message is in the grand scheme of things through a very compelling fun story in this puzzle yeah. game that seems very very simple you know like i said there's nothing to it you're just burning shit but you get into this mindset where it's just so fun trying mm-hmm. to come up with the combos trying to figure them out and just burning shit you know <laughs> Well, that's a testament to the to the developers too to keep something like that simple, that interesting. Yeah, you know. And like I said, I mean, outside of me just telling you how it kind of plays out, you won't really know what to expect. And even in saying that, as I said, I, I'm I'm replaying it again, but I'm not replaying the same version because they released a DLC version called the Ho Ho Holidays. Ah. So you burn cur- Christmas too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so I was curious what the difference would be because it wasn't like a full game. It was more like 
it, it plays separately. Like it's not just going back in and, and oh, playing like you the can same play game. it from start uh, screen. You don't have to play through the whole game to do it. Well, you do, but it's starting a new game where you're playing the same game, but not quite. And that's yeah, as, like as far as plus. I can kind of. Yeah. Because the story beats are playing out the same with some added wrinkles. One, you start off with a new catalog, which is a Christmas catalog with all new Christmassy themed mm-hmm. items and whatnot that yeah, you can burn. burn the marine deer. And yeah, <laughs> that was one of the first things I got to burn. <laughs> Did Rudolph? I hope you didn't kill Rudolph. Uh, they call him Poodolph because oh, okay. well, apparently once you, once you burn him, he poos everywhere. Oh, well, there's a cat that does the same would. thing too. We don't know. I've yeah. never burned to death. And then you you also get to burn their poo. So there's just this big oh, I'm sure that's burning cool. pile of poo. <laughs> nice. <laughs> but Smells along with Christmas, along with the Christmas catalog, you get new combos to go along with those things. So you can redo the same combos, but then if there's something new, I think it has like a little snowflake beside it that tells you this is part of a new combo. So you'll need an item from over here and an old item from the other catalogs. And I haven't gotten through all of it yet, but you still talk to, or you still get the letters from the weatherman. You still get the weathers from tomorrow corporation. Sugar plums is also even kind of throwing in her letters here and there. But then you also have a correspondence with another character who he calls himself eight bit Nate. And he just, he hates Christmas. Ah, This whole thing is just terrible. So he's just pretty much shitting all over Christmas and just the holidays and corporations. You know, man after my own heart here. mm -hmm. He knows what's up. So he he kind of will come at you and just be like, I don't like this. I don't understand this. And you're just helping, you know, with all this stuff. But maybe. And then he continues to throw in these one things. And I thought maybe there was a kind of like with the the one free hug ticket. Mm-hmm. that maybe there was something I, I didn't need to burn because he's like, oh, man, I just figured out a way to hack the system. So you won't have to pay for anything. And I was like, oh, really? And he sends yeah. me something and I was like, do I burn this? What do I do? I think I would have held on to it just because. <clears throat> yeah, I was holding on to it for a while. And I was like, I don't, I don't know what to do because if it's my way to hack the system... And it's in my inventory, but I'm still using money. How? What? I don't know uh, what to oh, do. Oh yeah, how do you hack? I don't know. <laughs> oh. So, so it, it was. I don't know what his deal is, and I'm curious to see how that story is going to play out. Because if they're interspersing it with the original game, you're essentially playing that. But now I'm getting an extra wrinkle to it that I don't know about. So what? Where is this character going to fit into the grand scheme of things? Right. You know what I mean? So I'm really curious to see how this one plays out. And I was happy to find that they had added this new DLC, which is fairly new from what I understand, because that oh, game, really? the original game, like I said, mm-hmm. came out on the Wii U, and that was back in 2012. And I think this DLC came out in 2021. So oh, that's, wow. a, that's yeah, that's a hell Good of a thing them. to just come back on. So I, you know, I'm excited to see how that goes down and plays out. But revisiting this game, getting to play this game, got me excited about Tomorrow Corporation and the games that they do. There are apparently two other games that I have not played that they have designed. And yeah, I was kind of looking at their lineup here. I didn't even really occur to me that they also did World of Goo. Like when you were talking about that, like it wasn't. Yeah, like technically they were, I think they would essentially be the publisher of that game. They did not just Uh, uh, develop it mainly because it was two of those guys, but under the title 2D Boy, I think was their developer name. And then those guys met with the other guy, like I mentioned, and then they formed Tomorrow Corporation. But Tomorrow Corporation's name is on World of Goo as... Yeah, you're right. The, the yeah, background. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. All right. Or uh, this one is Sysiac Games. The Captain. I was like, yeah. kind of briefly looking at that. I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, that one kind of caught me off guard because it didn't seem like it had the same aesthetic as the other two games that they came out with, Six which nine. is Human Resource Machine and 7 Billion Humans, which yeah. 
I did look those up, and they're again they're they're older games. I think Human Resource Machine came out in 2015. Also on the Wii U, how I missed that, I don't know, because Might I feel like I would have different console by then or something. You know what, 2015. Yeah, I think it would have yeah. been my PlayStation Three had I moved on by then. Probably, yeah. So because there wasn't on, like a whole lot coming out for Wii U towards the and end, especially like yeah. And that's why I moved on because I was like, I'm not, I don't, I want to play games, and I'm seeing all these other people right. play awesome games, and I don't get to play them. So fuck it, I'm getting a new console. <laughs> I don't blame you. Yeah. But I never got to play that, and I never played Seven Billion Humans. But over time, I just forgot about these guys, you know? Yeah. And I'm glad that I kind of remembered Tomorrow Corporation. Mm-hmm. I remembered Little Inferno because now I really want to go and play the other two games mm-hmm. and see what they're about. They seem like they're fairly decently reviewed. Yeah. Uh, I mean, most everything was very positive or more. Mm-hmm. I was just flipping around on Steam just to see what it would cost on there, you know. Yeah, um, and they have the be... bundle for seventy-two bucks. You want to get seventy-two human resource? Each game looks like they're fifteen bucks a piece on Steam. What? Uh-huh. Uh, but seven on... billion humans is fourteen ninety-nine. That came out in two thousand eighteen. Okay, so Little so... Inferno is even fifteen bucks on Steam. Interestingly, so it sounds like wait for a sale or go to mobile, eh? You got it for five. Yeah, I was about to say, why would it cost more on Steam? Interesting. Yeah, they're huh. well, and the captain is twenty. And that's fairly new, right? That yeah, one everything's out- fifteen, and then the captain is twenty. Yeah, twenty twenty one. The captain. Hmm. Interesting. So I guess if you're bundling it, that's like ten percent off or something like that. But maybe just wait. There's sales for this stuff all the time, so. Well, I would recommend, if your phone can handle it, I would recommend just playing it on mobile because it's right there. Yeah. Sounds like it makes sense for that platform. Yeah. You're just kind of, it's like a time, it would seem like a time waster, but it's not. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like Like you can. Not a clicker at least because those are gross. Yeah. No, nothing like that. I mean, everything that you're doing, you're in control of. You don't have to wait on the game to just be like, well, you got to wait. Uh, you know, an hour or two before you can get your package because that would have been some bullshit. They could have oh, easily yeah. twisted that and be like, well, you bought this, but now you got to wait seven hours before you can get to burn your package. That's why I wanted to ask if it was like a real time like no. that because those just mm-hmm. drive me crazy. I'll just forget about it if you keep making me wait a day or two. Like, you know, I know yeah. you want me to buy your coins so I can move the story along, but sorry, it just doesn't work on me. Hey, you know what? I will gonna, just delete your game. <laughs> I'm going to tell you some shit that I've noticed. And luckily, I have not fallen into this trap again, and I don't plan to. But the game did kind of suck me in, which I'm a little angry about. But <laughs> no. at the same time, I'm not. I'm not. I see what you're doing. It's yeah. fucking AI. I just. <laughs> so my daughter uh, asked me if I played Monopoly Go. And I was like, nope. I n- not not played it. And she's like, well, y'all got y'all got to. You got to download it. I'm like, why? And she's like, got to download it. I was like, all right, all right, fine. I'll I'll check it out. But fine. Yeah. And I guess her and uh, her husband have been playing it and they're like obsessed. So they wanted to get, I guess, friends then join and then they get a reward or something from. Oh, yeah. When everyone kept sending you like your candy crush stuff too. So they could get new lives or whatever it was. Right. So I, you know, I said, all right, screw it. I don't have a game I'm playing. This was before I got back into Little Inferno. <laughs> so I was just like, screw it. I'll, I'll, I'll give it a you know, play. Why not? Uh-huh. And I got, they, they sucked me in where I'm playing. And Are you playing with friends? Technically, yeah. I mean, okay. it's whoever's connected to the accounts or whatever and whatnot. And as I'm playing it, you know, they, they do that so many little boxes off to the side. It's like, here, buy a pack of this. Buy mm-hmm. buy some rolls. And the one thing that gets on my fucking nerves with that game is every time you get down to your last roll, mm-hmm. one of the uh, mechanics they have is say you've got like 70 die or 70 die rolls is what they call them. So you can do one or you can multiply it and then it's two rolls, three, five, whatever. Mm-hmm. So they give you multipliers so you can kind of burn through it faster. And then if you do the higher... Uh, rolls or whatever it'll 
then multiply, say if you did it five times, whatever you land on, the money that you earn will be multiplied by five. So you can kind of accumulate. You'll burn through your rolls faster, but you can accumulate money quicker okay. in theory. But every time you get to the end, maybe I've got like two rolls left, but I was multiplying on five. As soon as I get down to the last two, they were like, hey, you want some more rolls? $5. And I was like, fuck you. I've still got two left. And then you and go back. And they make the X so tiny that you're going to accidentally click on the ad. And then yeah. open the new window. And you're like, you know? I'm like, leave me alone. But it'll do it every single time. No matter if I've still That's got obnoxious. rolls. Yeah. Still got rolls. And it's like, rolls? Rolls? It's like, no. I just told you a second ago. No. I don't want your fucking rolls. But that was a second ago. How about now? Yeah. How about now? And and what what it does, and this is where I'm I'm fussing at the AI is, it does this thing where I, I know that it's it's a scam, <laughs> like they mm-hmm. they have programmed it so meticulously that they find a way to suck you in, and then try to get you to keep playing in certain ways because mm-hmm. there will be times I'll have sixty rolls, seventy rolls, something like that. And I'll put it on the highest multiplier and I'll burn through them just because I just want to get rid of them and I'm done. And I'll move on. Well, sometimes you do that and then suddenly I'm just like swamped in rolls. Like somehow I got so many dice rolls or whatever. Like I had up to a thousand at one point. I was like, look, look Ow. at all these that you have. Yeah, because it just I don't know. It just day to day yeah. or something? Well, they've got like events that happen and all this other, you know, just random shit that you can okay. kind of accumulate so whatever happened in that day i accumulated so many okay so i was just burning through them and i was getting money out the ass or whatever mm-hmm. and but i noticed that for every roll that i was doing because i had that multiplier up to 50 okay that's how many i was burning so right. i was getting good money but i would seem to always miss certain marks on the board and i was like why am I not hitting this these these spaces? Like, you know, a minute ago or the other day, I was hitting every single one. And then now I seem to be hitting the go-to-jail spot every time I go around this fucking board. Yeah. You know? Little things like that. And then uh, there's this other game that you can do. It's kind of like Plinko from... Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Price is right. Price is yeah. right, yeah. I was about to say Wheel of Fortune. Of... I'm like, that's not right. Come on. <laughs> it sounds like it. <laughs> But it's it's essentially like a Plinko game, and it's amazing how these things bounce the same fucking way, no matter yeah, where it's you hit not it. Random at all? They're they're yeah. rigging it. Yeah. It just it seems so frustrating to me because it's just like you're you're setting this up to the algorithm to say, okay, if they're doing this well, we've got to cut it down. Mm-hmm. So when I was doing the fifty rolls, had the hundreds of millions of dollars. They were finding a way to make sure that I wasn't getting that. But if I had less money and less rolls, they would find a way to keep me going. You know sure. what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, so it was just like, I don't know what you're up to, you fucking game, but I don't yeah. like your... I don't, I don't, I don't like, like your this. Cut of your jib. <laughs> yeah. But no, this, this game is not that. And I, I definitely think it's a lot of fun. Highly recommend it. I, again, I think mobile would be the way to go you know maybe some people don't want to play on mobile which i get i I will even say that i played this game so long one day that i I really wore my battery down which i have not done in a long time yeah i was gonna say i my my battery never hits e Mm -hmm. yeah i i normally i'd say by the time i go to bed I would probably say at most my my battery's not even at 50 percent by the end of the day because i don't in about two years, that'll change, of course. But yeah, sure. mine will last several days now, too, mm-hmm. unless I'm using the Spotify for like a couple hours. And sure. Well, you know, but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then once it gets to like 10, I'll just plug <clears> her in and then we're done. Yeah. You're probably supposed to let it die once in a while, I've heard. That's what but I've I don't heard, know too. If that's but... like a wives' tale or like legit. <laughs> Which is really weird. I mean, I don't, I don't understand that, but maybe there's a science behind it. And I've heard that same thing, too. It just yeah. doesn't make any sense to me. I don't. Same way you're supposed to actually restart them every once in a while because they are computers. But I like Which to turn mine off. <laughs> I will do on occasion, just depending on if mine is acting stupid. 
like if it's doing something and I'm just like, what is wrong with you? And then it's I'll amazing just amazing how turning it. things off and on again really does fix a lot of problems. It's just really kind of crazy. It sounds dumb, but I'm like, you know what, though? It a works. lot of the times when I start it back up, it's gone. You know, mm-hmm. it reset whatever was screwing up in there. So, but I, I don't know what more I can say about this game. And uh, I really kind of wish I was keeping better track of Tomorrow Corporation. But again, they haven't really done a whole lot. But yeah. the, the games that they have done, from what you can see, I mean, they're amazing games. They look like fun. I'm hoping that Human Resource uh, Manager or what was it called? Machine? Human Resource Machine. Yeah. Sorry. That's why I'm I, looking at their website right now. Yeah. I, I intend to play that and see if it's uh, as fun or equally as good as Little Inferno and what happens from that. I don't know. Yeah. No, that looks kind of cute, though. <laughs> I don't know. that the, the captain looks like it might be cute. I see the Little Inferno ho-ho holiday expansion. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It makes me wonder how much that's going to cost on Steam. <laughs> I didn't even see it on Steam. I think that was the biggest reason why I opened up Steam to see because I was curious what the um, DLC was on its own. Yeah. And I don't think I... Because usually when you're on the page itself, it'll be like, here's your DLC. Oh, I'm an idiot. There it is. <laughs> Scroll more. Okay, I'm not an idiot. <laughs> I just need to pay better attention. Five bucks. So that's, I mean... I mean, I fair. only paid like two or three... Because I did, I actually did throw them money for that because, mm-hmm. you know, I, I got the other one for free technically. So at least well, I hopefully they got paid the... with your sure. points. Yeah. <laughs> I would hope. Yeah. You got to give know. them some incentive to be a part of that. You know, it's like Google, I'm not agreeing to just give my stuff away for you. So give me my money, you know, or whatever 30% <laughs> of that is. Right. So, yeah, I didn't look at this Captain game either, but now I'm kind of looking at it, too. It's kind of got a pixel art. Yeah, it's got a vibe I can get on board with. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I mean, Maybe I'll just put the bundle on my wish list and wait for it to get cheaper or something. I don't know. Listen to me. But, (laughs) But, I mean, clearly, I mean, obviously, I think we made mention, I think it even says there that it's developed by another Mm -hmm. developer, but released through Tomorrow Corporation. So I'm curious if they worked in some of their, how they kind of did in the other games, where it's just like, you know, Tomorrow Corporation is just corporations off in the background. Oh, like they're all in the same universe and kind of get yeah. worked together. Yeah. Because the 7 billion humans, I think, looks like it would be. Sure. And see, that looks like one I would sit here and waste time on, too. I don't mm. know. You give me some sort of, like, management game thing, and for some reason, at least a good, like, maybe four or five days, I'll just be like, this is my life now. And then mm. and then I'll put it away and probably never come back. But something about those time management type games, like, it'll suck me in initially, man. And I can't explain it because, like, it's simple. You know? Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, it just looks unlike anything that I've played before. And I'm curious how it's going to play, how mm-hmm. it plays out, just the whole thing. I don't know. It just seems like a lot of fun and yeah, different. I think that was the other thing, one of the main reasons I wanted to bring this up too. In a, in a world in a world where we have games that are all the same. Yeah. This is such a break from the same old thing. You Which know, is I, why we like indie games. Yes. Yes. You know? When you can have this type of creativity, not just from a visual perspective, just the game itself, like... Mm-hmm. who thought we're just going to burn shit in front of a fireplace. That's the game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a hard well, sell, but it works like papers. Please. <laughs> it was the first thing I thought of when you were like, I can't believe a game so simple. I'm literally just checking people's IDs. Mm-hmm. It'll get increasingly a little harder. Like now they want to make sure you're checking nationalities or this that, or the other, but that's literally all you're doing. People coming into a queue, you see if they're good to go or not and either pass them along or not. And that's it. Yeah. I mean, there is a little bit of an overarching story, but that's the mechanics. That's your, that's how you play. But I've played through it several times to see if they're how different the endings were because you can get different ones. I mean, you could die like mm. super early or later, yeah. you know, kind of depending on whose side you kind of go with. But simple, yet I would say it's a great game. Yeah. I loved it. I thought it was a lot of fun. Yeah, so, that yeah. that's one that I think I would like to get. I might actually look at that on mobile too because I played it on the Vita, I think it was, and I had a lot of fun with it like, because I remember you had mentioned it, and I thought, mm-hmm. all right, let me let me give this a try. And 
it, it's challenging. It can be challenging at times. Oh my God, it can get chaotic. Yeah. Because it's, I mean, it's also time-based, was it not? Like yeah. throughout the day, you had to get so many a day. And then um, you only make so much money depending on how many you go make through yeah. too, which you've got a family to feed. Like there's this mm-hmm. small story like in between each shift, you know, it'll be like, is mom sick? Is dad sick? Is Timmy sick? Is, you know, like you got to yeah. pay for rent, their food, their medicine if they need it and so on. And you might have no dollars. Yeah. You know, what do you and do? that's it. You know, there's a game or somebody died because you couldn't give them their medicine or something. So, yeah. Yeah. You want to get as many people through as possible so you can get more money. But sometimes yeah. you got to check like 50 things. and I, I have to take my time. Or you, if you put, I think, too many people through that weren't allowed, it's kind of a mm. game over. They shut you down and like, you know, you're in trouble now, you know, because you yeah. think it's just like, go, 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 yeah. go. Like, nope. <laughs> You'll get little pink slips. Mm-hmm. Like you did bad. You only get one more, you know. So, but yeah, you're right. It can get super chaotic on how mm-hmm. many things you have to check to make sure it's correct. And uh, those those little details like that too, where you have to take care of everybody. It's like that. Uh, what was that game? This war is mine. This war of mine. Yeah. This war of mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Such a That's great game. One of those that that you have team. to be. Yeah, okay. you have to manage every little detail and you don't uh-huh. think about it sometimes and if you forget one thing uh-huh, uh-huh. yeah you left that up. night and it's like well now do i need to get kindling or food because mm-hmm. you probably aren't going to get both yeah you, you know unless lucky. you get lucky where you're going through has all of it in garbage heaps or something going around but yeah that game can get really difficult um mm-hmm. especially if you have a lot of other people with you um sure uh yeah doing it solo though is stupid hard uh you can't really do it because those thieves will come in every single night and raid your shit and it's just like what am i doing here i'm just chasing my tail basically grabbing the things that you just stole so i'm stalking nothing you know mm. uh so you kind of need one person to want to stay home with a knife at least <laughs> like ah yeah. but yeah but yeah simple simple gameplay yeah. um I don't, yeah, I guess I gravitate towards a lot of those. Maybe it's because my brain can't handle knowing 50 different button mashups <laughs> anymore to like get through a thing. Well, um, it's just, it's a break from the monotony, you know? Mm-hmm. It, it's something completely fresh. Like, you know, again, I, I don't want to go back on this too much, but mm-hmm. as much as I love Spider-Man, yeah. I've done that before, right? you know? Yeah, no. And, and that's, and I know I've technically played Little Inferno before, but... I don't. I can't tell you another game like it. So when I come back to it, it's like getting to play it all over again for the first time because it was like this is just so fresh, simple, mm-hmm. and uh, you know it's relaxing in a way yeah. too. You know, <laughs> so oh, it's, I love those kinds of games for that too. I don't want stress in my life. I just kind of want to go through. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. I get you. I feel that. And like I said, even the the puzzle element, you just take a look, and it. it I mean, the puzzle element's fairly simple. If you just kind of put two and two together, you know, there's uh, some, the way it's kind of written out might seem a little, you'll kind of read it and be like, uh, not 100%. I think there was this one called LOL Kitty. This is one that just kind of popped in my head. So you're trying to figure out, okay, well, what would that be? Well, obviously the cat will be one of the items that you have to get, but what, what about the LOL? What would you have to think of? So you have to start piecing together what this might be. The clues are there. Like on your items, if you read through sometimes, or maybe it's mm-hmm. just a, the name of it. I think there was this one thing called, uh, or one combo called somebody else's combo. And there are two items in the catalog. If you pay attention, their ty- their names are somebody else's credit card, somebody else's photo, somebody else's combo. There you go. There you go. You just have to deduce. Yeah. Yeah. Just the little details and you can figure it out. Well, a lot of people don't like to read either anymore. No. I find it quite interesting when somebody typed out a paragraph, everybody's like, I'm sorry, or congratulations. And I'm like, really? It's that taxing for you to put a whole paragraph down? Mm-hmm. Your life's going to oh. be rough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, woo, if that was where you where you were like, I tap out. Mm. My God, people. You know, sometimes oh, hey. I do that just because I look at who it is and I'm like, I wasn't interested enough to go into this whole thread. So sorry. Uh, but it's not just because you typed a paragraph <laughs> that wasn't what was daunting it was what was the topic do i care enough um, mm-hmm. but yeah that's why i wonder if like any more elder scrolls games will actually be that good you got to read people if you really want the lore 
Well, you know, they don't teach spelling in school anymore, so I know it's difficult. Is that serious? I'm dead serious. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know we had gotten that stupid. Yep. We just uh, decided we're not going to teach that anymore. Kind of like cursive. No one uses it, so we're not going to teach it anymore. Cursive kind of made sense, even though I think it's just another way to dumb us down because then we can't read our documents. Hmm. True. You think about it, like everything back in the day that formed this nation was in cursive. That's true. So if you don't know how to read it. If you've ever looked back on some old census reports, that's a <laughs> it's a chore. It is, uh, no doubt. Or reading the face of a clock. See, these things, like, are you going to be able to say at your six anymore to these kids? Will they even know what the hell you're talking about? Nope. <laughs> I mean, Please. seriously. I, I really, I've seen people get like stuck on it and I'm, uh, wow, okay. No wonder. I was just making a joke, but I didn't know we were really making kids that dumb. I catch that in articles now. Yeah. I'm like, oh. you're supposed to be a writer. Yes. You know? And look, I'm not going to judge you. I'm not, but I'm not doing your work. You know, I'm not saying I have great English. Trust me. People love to remind me all the time if I said something wrong. You know, <laughs> but <laughs> it's a, it's obnoxious. <laughs> um, but, you know, you're writing professionally. And I see a double the or, you know, just something that like one quick glance you would Mm -hmm. think would have solved it. But now maybe there were several glances and nobody knew. I don't know, man. Yeah. Look, look, I may not need to know it, but if you're going to be a writer, I think you should. Anyway, (laughs) uh, if you have a recommendation for us, if you know of a little indie game, I remember we got a, an indie game one time recommended to us. It was that, uh, I feel like it was that Turnip Boy game. Oh, yeah. And then I played it and I loved the shit out of it. And now there's a new one or has been out for a while that I have yet to play, but I need to get around to. Backlogs so, are real, man. Yep. If you know of a, a game like Little Inferno that's just mm-hmm. odd, unique, or Papers, Please, something that's yeah. just yeah. outside the ordinary, let us know. Tell for us. sure. We're the audience. Yes, please. Tell us on social media. Add us at Super Mega Crash or maybe send us an email at supermegacrash at gmail.com. If that is your bag, if you've got a list of games, you want to create an even bigger backlog (laughs) for for us. But I mean, hey, these are smaller games. They don't take very long. It's true. And actually, I I appreciate that. One Mm. that I know I'll probably see the end of. Yeah, absolutely. I'm still going through Baldur's Gate, guys. I'm just not sure if it's ever going to (laughs) happen. Just like every time I get on it and play it for a couple hours, I'm like, am I? Is it? Am I? Am I there yet? I don't. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, you can support the show on patreoncom productions. You can leave us five star, or if you could leave us five stars. Let me let me re- refrain. I don't want to demand that you do this thing. If you could, maybe give us five. If you don't stars mind on yeah, those podcast apps, and that way people will be like, hey, people seem to like this thing over there. I want to I want to listen too. That helps uh-huh. us grow. That's that's the whole thing. People like to gravitate towards what's popular, right? Mhm. Mm-hmm. Uh finally, if you want to keep up with any of all things, pencilpaperproductions.com/supermegacrash. Everything Super Mega Crash is there from the old show to the new show. Everything. All of it. Links are in the show notes down below. Hey, look at you guys. We're letting you out a little early today. Go enjoy your extra 20 minutes. Join us again next week, siblings, but until then, go beyond your limits. This has been a Pencil and Paper Podcast Network production.